Welcome to today's podcast, Wake Up To Your Wellbeing with Tip The Balance. These podcasts are for everything, everything health and wellbeing. So maybe you're wondering where to look for support on the next stage of your journey. You need to work out what those next steps are, but you just don't know where to start. Well, this series of podcasts showcase the amazing people that I work with as part of Tip The Balance Natural Nutrition and Wellbeing. We're here to help you find the right support for you. So I hope today's podcast really helps. Blaze and Lauren and Sean, it's brilliant to have you on the call, on the video today. Um, it feels like, oh, and my lovely structural team are all together. <laughs> so before we delve into this world of structural gubbins and helping <clears throat> put people back together and, and take away their chronic pain, um, let's find out a little bit about you as human beings first. So Blaze, I'm going to come to you. As a human being, my name is Blaze, Blaze Penny Kirkwood. I'm one half of the dynamic duo that is aimed to be. Um, and in simple terms, what I do is a, I reorganise bodies, reinvigorate lives and write rhymes um, within the frame and context of today's uh, conversation. Um, I work with people on a journey into themselves through a practical, uh, through a practice called structural integration or rolfing, um, as well as um, with Reiki energy and all sorts of other loveliness to get people to feel more like themselves. In a nutshell, that works. Brilliant. Thanks, Blaze. Sean, tell us a little bit about you. So I'm Sean Cook. Um, a Welshie in, in Bristol, um, and I work as an osteopath with my lovely colleague Lauren at Twill Valley Osteopaths um, in a clinic that's been going for quite some time now. Um, I've only been here about four-ish mm -hmm. years, um, but yes, so an amazing clinic, clinic to work in with the most incredible group of patients. Um, so we work with people of all ages from babies up to people in their mid 90s with anything from kind of <clears throat> from the head to the toe so um whether it's a straightforward sports rehab issue or if it's something a bit more complex like chronic pain um, and everything and anything in between wow so lauren Froome valley osteopath is your baby Kind of, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You, you started the practice. So tell so us a bit I, about you and then okay. how osteopathy or how structural work has kind of shown up in your life. Where did that journey come from? Okay. Uh, so it, I didn't actually start the clinic. Um, my colleague, Felicity, uh, she used to live here. She started it in 2007, I think. Um, and then I started working here in 2010. And it was kind of through... Um, through finishing university and working with Flix um, that I really fell in love with osteopathy and what it could do for people. Um, I used to be an athlete when I was in my teens, I ran a lot um, and then kind of ended up in osteopathy because I got poorly and couldn't go to uni to run. So I had to find another way through. And so osteopathy has kind of been with me on my journey to getting well and uh yeah 
it's really lovely supporting other people in that journey, getting to share some of the stuff that we learned, obviously when we were at uni, and then obviously and then also sharing things that I've learned through my own exploration and uh, the things that made me feel good. It's incredible how many of the referral partners with Tip the Balance have had that personal experience of what they yeah. now do, yeah. and how and even if it wasn't the 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 integral thing that sort of change that moment in their life you know it, it's been a significant part of their journey or, or that kind of healing or looking somewhere else for that that answer or that you know movement from from where you are to where you want to be and, and I kind of love that about you that all of you it you know it's this really deep-seated belief in what you're doing now now Blaze your your practice is is out of home right yes currently out of home um I do offer the occasional uh, session to people outside of home um, and we'll be exploring other places when other clinics are open in order to practice as um, for some like uh, clients that I work with uh, maybe the access to get to where I do the, 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 the sessions uh, may not have been as easily feasible for them mm -hmm. so I'm looking at other ways that I can continue to serve at a higher level um, to to offer uh, this experience to to other people, and you've always um, been passionate about taking your skills, your energy work, and everything, taking them to the people as well, haven't you? Whether that's 100%. a collection of people in a field, or you know, come along to a festival or an event of some kind. It's that you know, it's that sense of this is this is a passion of mine. This is a gift. This is something I want to to share with you and, and girls you work in a clinic environment but it's not the kind of tunics and well I suppose it is aprons and masks at the moment isn't it <laughs> yeah. kind of tunics and and clinical environment it's um a really warm and friendly place to come the little sort of haven tucked in the back garden there so it's um it, it's great to have you all together and, and know that you're very much offering a homely service um and, and a safe place for, for people to come because when we talk about you know people seeking support for, for structural stuff that they've got going on chronic pain is a is a is a real thing isn't it and obviously that is the real thing if you're suffering from chronic pain but it's so much more than whatever is going on in your body right mm -hmm. definitely there's so many layers there if you just look at treating the body you're missing a whole other part you wouldn't you know you only get so so far with it but yeah and it's and it's different from person to person and that's the really exciting part from um well from my point of view I'm sure mm. from Lawrence as well that and from mine you as have well. to work so, <laughs> and you as well but you have to work so differently with each person anyway regardless of what they're going in particularly with chronic pain um you know it's about kind of exploring what um they need specifically and whether it's more understanding of what's going on in their body or if it's more support and, and listening and reassurance um etc etc it's a really fascinating field or area to work in um, is that is that and it can make that, a big difference is that something that you're taught at university lauren when you when you study osteopathy and when when you study these kind of things because <clears throat> surely there's an element of you know do you have to use your intuition is is your client open to other kind of things that are going on for them 
as well as their sore back or their sore hip or their funny knee? Yeah, so I think it really depends on the person and kind of aiming the conversation at where where it will land. So, um, yeah, and when we're at uni, we're kind of, we're taught about facilitation of segments. So like uh, constant, if you hurt your lower back, there may be tissue damage there. Um, and then there's pain firing around that area. Um, and if, it, if the pain is firing for long enough, even after the tissue has healed, you can still have that, um, that setup of pain. So that's when an area is facilitated. So we're taught that at university, but the kind of wider conversation <coughs> around chronic pain and the kind of layers around um, things that resource you that might make a difference you, that your relationships might be impacting it that you're that's not that's not covered so much and I think uh, for us has been more um, research or getting involved and intuition beyond that um, but there's loads of resources around so lots of osteopaths are interested in that um, but it's not something that's necessarily covered uni <laughs> it's fascinating isn't it because you sort of you look at osteopathy and and chiropractic techniques and 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 those sort of manipulative therapy I don't mean like you're manipulating people but like manipulating <laughs> therapy like physiotherapy and, and sports massage and all that and they've got there's so many of them aren't there and they've all got their own relative merits but Blaze when you've kind of now delved into the world of rolfing and I know that like because there's so much science in it and anatomy and physiology and everything, you're like, wow, 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 it's kind of firing all these things in you. So you're almost coming at it from the other way, from an energetic background, now stepping into that sort of structural, anatomical, mechanical world. Isn't the human body amazing? It's incredible, absolutely outstanding. I mean, like the way that Rolfing was communicated to me is like, is the process of um, unraveling and reordering the body in a sequential manner uh, for structure and form. Um, so even just uh, the, from a basis of improving relationship with gravity, like, you know, when people say like, oh, posture up or, or when you're slouched, generally you like, you will feel the weight of the, of the world on your shoulders. And there's a, there's a truism in that weight of the world on your shoulders is gravity. As people tend to get older, you will see, people in their structure and form like start to, to, to cave in the older they get. And like, whereas I didn't necessarily, I, to be perfectly honest with you, I didn't know what the hell Rolfing was before I decided to get involved with it. Didn't have a clue. All I know is bits and pieces were done to me and I was like, oh, this, this feels really good. And then <laughs> the, the, the gentleman, Paul Wilby, um, who has been, it was a, used to train physios, done physio, rolfing, all sorts of um, incredible modalities for over 20 years, um, was given the go-ahead through, uh, through the, yeah, the lineage Europe, European Rolf Guild to be able to start this process in Bath and to, to, to come with an approach that looks at the, the whole human, I mean, predominantly the area we operate with is a fascia, the connective tissue all over the body, everything has fascia. So we look at a whole being and the way in which that, that I've been taught to work is it's a, it's a recipe, not a rule book. As, yeah. as the, the ladies were saying that every human being has a different, like it's a different pattern and we are a collection of physical stories in our body. 
that you know you could do something with someone's um like leg and then you see like months later or a few weeks later they've had a profound revelation with the how they feel supported in their life whether it's people places things like the the body keeps the score and half of the time like the, the head can lie to you but the body will not it will tell you the truth so, I mean, so. <laughs> and just when you think you know what's going on with the body you realize it's not even the same side and it's probably the, the upper quarter instead of the lower 100%. quarter I, don't, <laughs> I find it absolutely fascinating when lauren will say to me oh yeah i think this might be going on i'm like really because i thought it was up here she's like no it's down here <laughs> way one Sorry, phrase that stuck with me was um where you think it is it isn't yeah like wherever you think the pain is it isn't there it's a collection of bits that bring it up to that point so it's just yeah. bizarre and weird and like I said the human body is, is fascinating in the way that it works and then sometimes in the way that it doesn't work is even more fascinating isn't it as we try and piece together that picture so let's let's think about a session with you guys and obviously every osteopath is different every Rolf practitioner is different but you've got kind of ways in which generally the the, the treatments work so Blaze, let's start with you because we were just talking about rolfing. When someone comes to you for a session, even to the point of, you know, is it a pokey thing? Is it a pulley thing? Is it is it a crunchy thing? You know, what what should they expect in a? In, you're laughing at me, but everybody's thinking this, so I'm just going to come out. And <laughs> like a pokey, pulley, like cricky thing. Um, one thing I say, if someone says, "Oh, what to expect?" Nothing. Don't expect anything. Come with an open mind. Because okay. there, there will be points of, of um, mild discomfort. There may be points where you're like, what's actually going on? And you'll stand up and be like, oh, feel a little lightheaded, <laughs> I feel a little spacey. But uh, uh, and, uh, to put it simply, it, it works about balancing the relationship between the horizontal and the vertical lines in the body. So how it would work uh, or how uh, uh, an experience would unfold um walk in we'd have a, a conversation about what sort of like what do you do what position are you in are you spending a lot of time like on the computer are you active mm -hmm. all of these things are, are are focused on or the 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 premises i'm not trying to fix you because as far as i'm concerned you're not broken what i i am doing is facilitating your growth and how you can feel a lot more at home in this flesh suit in this body that you have so with that in mind We'll look at we'll look at um, like a, a body overview. We'll, we'll do a little body overview of movement, how where there is a sense of um, of discomfort in the body. I'll ask a human being how they feel and then how they feel in their body. And we get onto the table and we 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 um, we have a little exploration. Um, first three sessions work on like if we look at it again with this premise of. Uh, like even if I use the shirt, if, if we look at this as a fascia, if it's all sort of like crumpled up when you first come in, the first three sessions, it's just starting to do that. Just to make sure that right. uh, you start to sit better in your body. The, the middle few sessions start to work on internal lines, bringing all of that in together. Um, and then the, the closing sessions are about getting the parts of the body that may not have been able to talk to each other, the signal flow, start to build up the signal flow so you can have an experiential integration of how your body um, can speak to each other, should speak to each other or, or will speak to each other. It's absolutely fascinating. So from a hands-on therapy, and it is hands-on, yeah? Yes, yes it is. There are, there are so many different like 
to use to use Lauren's word, layers of it um, that are happening. So, so ladies, osteopathy again, a hands-on therapy. But you know, how does that work? What would people expect from a, from an osteopathy session? Well, I guess the 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 initial bit is to have a a, a good conversation about what brought them here, uh, what's going on. Um, in kind of the mechanical bit, you know, where does it hurt? How long has it been hurting for? All of those kind of basic questions. But then, you know, you might go into, so how are you feeling at the moment generally? How is your, you know, emotional well-being? How are you in yourself? How, how's, you know, how are you in your kind of immediate circle and life generally? Um, and similar to with the rolfing, you know, for me, I like to have them standing and have a look at how their body is moving and and maybe look a little bit closer into some of those symptomatic areas um, and then we get them on the plinth and explore and, and see what's needed mm. yeah I think you kind of um, <coughs> maybe from experience you go in having a think about what you think might be about to show up but then you put your hands on and you go you go blank almost so you kind of go okay so now your system show me so I've got a idea of what I might expect but then you're kind of tuning into someone's system to let their body which is way more intelligent than me um tell me what what is actually happening and um where it might want me to hold it rather than where I think I should hold it I just, I mean, like, I literally, I, I'm making sure that my mouth is closed at this point. <laughs> this is where I'm just in, in awe of all of you because your ability to tune into that being, and I don't just mean that skeleton, that, you know, that, that, the, the anatomy of us as human beings. It's, it's about tuning into us as a being. And the way that Lauren, I love the way you kind of say, so I just, I kind of, I give up anything that I've got and I, and I am ready to receive that information. So what is that body going to, to give up? Mm. For me, it's that, you know, I, I'm a learned person, but actually right now I need you to, to tell me, show me, you know, and that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, then no, I get that. Yeah. Um, fails to astound me when I, when, I, when I come for a session with either of you ladies, and then I'm, I'm ready to come and see Blazers promised me a rolling <laughs> session, so I'm really excited about that. But I just, I find the whole thing fascinating that it genuinely is, you know, each session is a journey through where I've come in through the door and kind of where I go out through the door and what, what's my body kind of giving away today? What, what's it, what, which story is it telling? And I guess, you know, sometimes our clients can communicate that to us, but you know, when you're working with babies or little ones, you know, how is it the same or, or or are there other stories that you're characteristically looking for with with little ones? That's interesting because you've got the wider, you know, they're obviously they're, they're going to be brought in by a parent or a carer or, or someone in the family. And it's important to kind of tune into them and, and that as well. And the dynamic between them and the, the infant as well. So it's um, different because there's, two or sometimes three people in the room that you have to um, essentially kind of bring into the treatment, yeah. even though your hands aren't on them. Yeah, but their communication is different, isn't mm. it? The like, little ones, you 
you hold parents definitely and then they can tell you so much they don't need words you know they're like their shifts in uh what they're playing with or how they're moving or uh, they're resting in their nervous system or not like they they can tell you <laughs> Yeah. Again, this is I like again shut mouth back. This is I just find this absolutely fascinating because you know I mean you're talking potentially about really tiny babies as well, aren't you? That are you know not feeding, not sleeping, and this that was my first experience of osteopathy. My niece um, went along uh -huh. to a, a, an osteopath because she was a breech birth, so she'd literally kind of been like this resting, <laughs> waiting. <Yeah. for> <laughs> Um, and, and so she, you know, she needed a bit of support to strengthen the muscles in her neck. So I, I thought it was a very much a kind of physiotherapy thing to start with. But I think it's that whole, you know, what do you find are some of the misconceptions about about what you do? Because I know my children are gutted when I come back from you and you haven't made me crunch, crack and like groan <laughs> as, I've done, as I've done a treatment because they've witnessed that at the chiropractor. They're like, oh, that was a good noise. <laughs> I think one big, big misconception I often get is that, oh, you, you don't just do backs. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. The osteopathy generally people think is the back people. Yeah. Or the bone often, people. Or the bone people. Yeah. Oh, do you do muscles as well? Or is it yeah. just bones? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, many different misconceptions yeah and the, the cracking is definitely one of them so osteopathy is this massive spectrum so there's definitely people that will that spend more time clicking and cracking and then kind of probably nearer the other end of the spectrum is Sean and I <coughs> a bit more just a bit more gentle we're kind of the the principles that underlie osteopathy are the same it's just the approach that changes slightly so yeah, you could see some one osteopath and get clicked and cracked and feel amazing, or you could come and see us and we'll like gently unwind it and that will feel amazing too, hopefully. <laughs> and ultimately, I guess it's about what your body responds to, isn't it? Whether yeah. that's whether that's the crunch of a, a you know a, a more chiropractic technique or a or a, a gentle osteopathy technique or coming right through to energetic and structural work mm. with with the wolfing work that you do, Blaze. It's about I guess what you buy into as a client as well, isn't it? What do you believe is going to make a difference? Mm -hmm. The people who who will respond to the work that you do will arrive at your door. That's just, that's what I've come to to realize. Um, and it's also about like because it's as you so so gladly put it about like unraveling and unwinding certain patterns. There are moments where you will take people into places of discomfort um for that reason because like you you, you want to it, it's creating different neural pathways different neural links to be able to shift and people are, are ready for change like when they when they come to you they sometimes yeah. don't know what the change is going to be um yeah. and hearing stories afterwards like are phenomenal but i always say like i'm not the one doing it to you we create this together. It's an environment that we do together. Mm. Um, someone has to be willing to be able to, to do the, the, the work in the session. And the real work happens after the session. As I say, we, we do the recipe, like we do the marinade in the session, we do the session. <laughs> and then when they leave, they're cooking. Because then the next time the body's had time for it to sort of find its, its new frame of reference, and we're like, okay, cool. Here is the next part 
where we 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 we're gonna go next. Like we're gonna create space, and when with the space that we've created, how can we sit better in that space? And I guess the same works with the homework that that you may homework that you may give as sort of exercises to take them through to the next session, ladies. That it's that you know mm -hmm. we've we've created this space, we've done some realignment, so let's you know do this, and it will keep those channels working the way that they should, and and build the strength of of what you've been challenged with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how have you, how have you got, I mean, Blaze, I know early days for your practice, but just as you kind of got started, then we're locked down. And, you know, so how, Lauren's like, don't mention the L word. <laughs> <laughs> what has that experience been like for you guys? Because as hands-on practitioners and as people who that, you know body to body body to body connection that sounds like that service but the body to body connection how how have you managed in lockdown to meet people where they're at and to make sure that they feel safe um and that way they can find a safety within their body throughout the experience it's an experience of safety um and when people are in like pain you know, facilitating a, a, a means to be able to assist with pain, easing, relief. So it's coming from that space of, of love, of care, um, and also putting the, the appropriate measures in place beforehand, and especially being on hand for aftercare. Yeah. So practically speaking, ladies, what, what has working in the, the clinic been like? well throughout it's been you know up and down so what have you had to what have you had to do um so we came back in may last year um and the institute of osteopathy and the general osteopathic council were really good they uh gave us a load of guidance about what we needed to have in place to keep us and other people safe so um despite some initial resistance from myself, um, we, we got that sorted. Um, and so kind of since since May, that hasn't really changed, has it? The protocols haven't really changed. So that all feels quite normal, natural, all okay. Um, initially, I think we we talked about how normally you're, you're used to hearing people and they'll tell you different stories <coughs> about life and how the world's affecting them and uh, what they need meeting with that day and you're kind of used to shifting between <clears throat> hearing stories and and then they, this was the first time where um, everyone had the same mm -hmm. and so did we yeah so it was the only the only time I remember where you're being slightly your slight uh, I don't know uh, what's the word <laughs> it's bizarre because it, as, as you say you know normally we're supporting people through something that we're not going through at the same time yeah, yeah. exactly but Absolutely. then when we're going through it you're almost like Did you, is there anything else that you want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's harder to distance ourselves from it isn't it because we're going through it at the same yeah. time so you're treating someone through it while being triggered yeah which i've never have never had like 10 times a day before so yeah. um so that was really to start with that was quite hard wasn't it trying yeah. to find us feeling safe and comfortable in our systems so you can support other people feeling self safe and comfortable in their system so it was interesting but mm. i mean it all feels quite 
fine now. Yeah, it's amazing how quickly we get used to things, isn't it? Because it's, exactly. you know, when you have a hands-on therapy, it's very difficult to offer that service online, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So we can we can jump on Zoom and have nice chats like this, but it, but being able to actually beyond sort of the emotional support of clients and and Lauren, I know you're 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 big on social media. You're a fantastic blogger and story writer. So you know in, in that respect, you kind of have that layer of emotional support for your clients. Blaze, you're constantly adding value with the stuff that you put on social media, whether it's rhyme, whether it's song, whether it's photographs quotes you know whatever and, and it's those things that buoy our clients up when we can't physically get to them as well isn't it there's there's that value in building that client community too which is which is really special so lockdown has has kind of been a bit of a, a bit of a challenge all around so if somebody wants to come and and get some support from you guys um and obviously they're local how do they do that how how is it best to to reach out to you guys place what what would you suggest www.aintobeglobal.com <laughs> <laughs> uh so even with, with like I'd say, um, yeah, website or uh, Instagram or um, Facebook at aim the number two be um, on the website as well. You've got um, uh, a number, uh, my number on the bottom of the of the website and whatnot. So literally, just give me a call. To be perfectly honest, because a lot of um, within the Bristol or in around this this area, there's probably. I've counted between, including myself, maybe about eight or nine rolfers um, yeah. in the the like the, the local-ish area. So it's quite a uh, a specialist in terms of or quite unique offering. Mm-hmm. Um, so people have questions, and it's cool to have questions. I say, give me a call. Let's have a chat. If you got questions? I'll answer them. If I can't answer them. I can't answer them, but they'll be answered in that. Oh, no man who can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. So literally that first conversation is a really important connection with you. What, what about you at Freem Valley Osteopaths? I, I guess it's it's sending us a, um, a, um, an email or a text message or uh, leave us a voicemail. You know, sometimes we can answer the phone immediately, sometimes not if we're treating a patient. Cool. So all of your contact details will be with this with this recording anyway, and it will and it will be next to this video in the directory. And so we've got we'll have all the links for people to to click on and be able to get in touch with you really easily. So what about if if someone is listening to or watching this and they are not local to us? How do they know that the the person that they're looking up or the person that they've seen a card for or something like that? Or, you know, or, or even like where do I start to to look? for for some support what are the pointers how do they know that that person is for real that it's credible that they that they that they know what they're doing yeah well for us i think we have the general osteopathic council website that you can find you can put our names in that search and it will come up with our name and our um registration number etc so it shows that we're credible and we say who we who we are and can you post a search on that website to find yep. someone close yeah. to you? Fab. Okay. And then how about the, what you mentioned? A feder federation was it? There's like the European Rolf Guild. There's many. There's Institute of Rolfing as well. There's um, yeah. There are different schools under the same umbrella of Rolfing. But I would always say to have a, a conversation with your practitioner. Yeah. Um, find out about where they're 
their lineage is, so to speak, because there are there are um, other variations of structural integration. There's um, like a, a, a Dr. Myers approach, which has like 12 sessions as opposed to 10 sessions. But in essence, it's it's coming from the root of Ida Rolf herself. So yeah, I would always say, have a little conversation, find out because ultimately what you're you're going on an experience with is that practitioner. Yeah. Um, and that's 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 the realest talk. You're gonna always have to have a relationship with that practitioner because like it's like an oscillation process as far as I'm concerned. Like there's ebbs and flows. Like along a journey, you will have real high highs, you'll have really really you could have really low lows, but yeah. it's the support and container that is held held throughout. That's why I'd say like even within uh, my practice, like I'd say people do do 10 sessions or do or, or at least minimum do three to so it's 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 a journey I'm, as I said I'm not like uh like part of what I'm committed to, to doing is walking with someone or running with someone yeah whatever their goals are then you know what I'm, I'm here to support and that's the same that I would go for for looking for a practitioner myself and even for the gentleman Paul who I'm learning and continue to deepen my understanding of this this practice, which I will forever have a beginner's mind for. Because every time I feel I learn something, I'm like, oh, actually, there's more to learn. And there's always a level of, no matter how many years of having conversations with people, like 10, 12, 20 years plus, they still have this approach of there's more to learn. The body is always evolving. So, Absolutely. yeah. I feel that's also something that's, that that could be useful with a practitioner. Who's always willing yeah. to learn. And your your foyer outside the treatment room, ladies, is full of certificates and and things. You're <laughs> constantly kind of you know topping up your knowledge and learning new things. So so even with all of those certificates and all of the things that you guys have done and and you know and the attitude blaze of just being that sponge to to new knowledge what what is still to come for you guys? What exciting things are, are happening as we emerge? From lockdown i'm still running with that theory um emerge from <laughs> lockdown and and sort of you know fly in 2021 what exciting things are coming up um i'm doing a somatic experiencing introduction weekend in june or july i think so that's that uh, uh, <laughs> that's peter levine's work around um uh, trauma being stored in our systems and kind of movement to work through them so um, that would be really interesting uh, in the next couple of weeks I think it's next month I'm doing a course on uh, mindfulness and approach to treatment um, through the Karuna Institute which will be really interesting um, and then in April Sean is going to be working an extra day and then mm. at the end of the year, uh, Sean is becoming an, uh, the business owner with me, which will be really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that so is exclusively really from Valley Osteopath will be my work address towards the end of the year. So that's my big um, kind of transition for the year. There'll be some courses for sure at some point. Um, there's a few I'm thinking about haven't booked on to yet, but um, yeah, slowly moving over to to here full time is the the biggest 
uh, exciting thing for me. That is exciting, ladies. I'm looking forward to seeing all of that unfolding in the next few months. <laughs> you know, what have you still got to look? There's so many things oh, going on in the world um, of ANTV, but what are you looking forward <laughs> to this year? Um, so part and parcel of, of us and where we're looking to move forward is to integrate our practice into, into an, another external space. Um, and from, from that point and moving forward, uh, Amy, my partner, is a, a yoga teacher and I intend to provided the courses are going ahead uh, to be studying as well um, my own going on my own yoga journey and yoga instructor journey so mm -hmm. we're integrating a practice between like with sessions themselves um, having a partnership alongside each of the 10 series a, a sequence of yoga-based um, movements and practices that can further embody the conditioning of the repatterning that happens in sessions. That's something that both Amy and I are working on in a, in a digital system. And also, Amy is learning um, structural integration as well. So expect coming very, very soon forehand uh, raw thing treatments, which are... Uh... <laughs> Something else. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're an experience in and of themselves. So um, yeah, loads and loads of bits and pieces coming up and yeah, just continuing to learn, grow and, and serve at the highest level possible. I can't finish on a better note, really, can I? I love the way he wraps it up like that. You'd think he was a wordsmith of some kind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all of you so much for being part of our chat this afternoon. I'm really proud to be able to showcase you guys as Tip the Balance partners, you know, I, I've worked with you all, I've known you all for quite a while now, and to be able to refer clients to you and say, these people are people that I know, like, and trust, you will be safe with them. And I think that that's, that element of creating a safe space, and you do it in, it actually you do it in three different ways, you know, mm. and I love that about you, your, your personal touch with what you do and the way that you, you treat your patients, you treat your clients is, is really really special so thank you for looking after our clients thank you for being a shining light in the worlds that you exist in and um and thank you for being part of this today i'll see you all soon thank you. thank you peace and love